Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The help of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Daf Ayin Dalid. We left off on Daf Ayin Dalid, Amadalaf, on top of the Amid. Let us review the current sugyam. The Gemara began on Daf Ayin Gimel Amid Beis that Rava says, Hakhasha Tchilas Hazam, which means, firstly, there is a difference in halacha when we have two sets of witnesses that contradict each other. For example, one set of witnesses comes and say that Reuven killed Shimon. And as we keep on speaking out, they can't just make that statement. They're going to be interrogated. They're going to be questioned. Details will have to be given, including the details of where did it happen and exactly when did it happen, etc. So set number one says that Reuven, God forbid, killed Shimon at a certain date, at a certain time. Set number two comes, and they say that at that date and time, Reuven did not kill Shimon. This is called Edim Hamakhishim Ze'edzeh, witnesses that are contradicting each other. The din is that being that we don't know which one are the ones saying the truth or not, no consequence will happen which is not agreed upon by both sets. So in our case, one, say, one is saying Reuven has to be killed. The other set is saying Reuven doesn't have to be killed because Reuven is not a murderer. Bezdin will not kill Reuven. However, the, the deeper question is, how do we view it? Do we say that because witnesses are contradicting each other, each one halachically, so to say, nullifies or knocks out the other? Or do we say the opposite? Each one is believed. Bezdin cannot apply any consequence because we are believing peoples that are saying opposites. Lamai nafkimina, oh, the nafkimina will be in this sugyam. If after we have these two witnesses that are contradicting each other, comes a third set of witness. So let's give it in a sequence of days. On Sunday, set number one says, Reuven killed Shimon. And, and based in Paskins, Reuven is, is going to have to be put to death. Before Bezdin kills Reuven, on Monday, set number two comes and they say, no, no, no. And that day and that time, Reuven did not kill Shimon contradicted each other. So Bezin is going to write a, retract the ruling. Okay, we don't know what to do now, Reuven. Until we know Reuven is a murderer, we can't kill Reuven. On day number three comes along a third set of witnesses, and they tell Bezdin, one second, we don't know, we are not opining whether Reuven killed Shimon or not. What we do know is that set number one that said Reuven killed Shimon on that time and in that place, the witnesses were not there to see it because Imanu Hoyisem, the witnesses were with us at number three. The Torah says in a normal case of Adam Zaymimim, which is the case we just prescribed, when the latter set doesn't contradict the testimony in itself, they are saying to Bezdin that the witnesses were not there to see it. The Torah believes the latter group of witnesses. And the punishment is that if Bezdin already paskined to do what the first said, te testified about, and they did not do it yet, whatever Bezdin was going to do to Reuven is done to the witnesses. In the case, the witnesses will get killed. So it comes along Rav and he says that even when the first set were already contradicted by set number two, and therefore Bezdin retracted their ruling, they will not kill Reuven, nevertheless, if set number one becomes Adam Zaymimim, we will kill them. I their witness was already refuted. So Rava says, 
which means that we don't view what happened when set number two came as the witnesses knocked each other out. So set number one doesn't exist anymore. If that would have been the case, then they cannot become Adam Zoyimim. We consider them being contradicted as the first step in the process of them becoming Adam Zoyimim. And if set number three comes and says to set number one, in the case of murder, after based in Paskind on Sunday, that Reuven should be killed, the first set of witnesses will get killed. Abaya disagrees with Rav. Abaya holds that once witnesses contradict each other, we view that as both witnesses were completely knocked out. So set number one was already refuted, they don't exist. So if their testimony is nothing, has no halachic validity at all, the witnesses were re re repudiated, so then how can they become Adam Zaymimim? And nothing will happen to set number one. And as we spoke out yesterday, let's just begin the class with this again, that what's the underlying machloikas of Abayi and Rava? So as we mentioned already in the last few shiurim, from the Rebbe's father, that Abayi is connected to the level called Makiv Harachik, Rava is connected to the level called Makiv Hakarif. Makif harachik will, will mean, the way we are explaining it, is that Abaya always saw the greater picture. You know, the higher up you are, the more you see. So therefore, even if something was not explicitly spoken about, if something is implied through testimonies, it's also taken into account. And therefore, Abaya values implications. So therefore, in our case, Abaya, who takes into account what is implied, when you have Adam Hamakhishim, even though they are not telling Bezdin that you are liars, they're telling Bezdin Reuven did not kill Shimon, but they are implying when set number two comes and says Reuven did not kill Shimon, it's as if they're telling Bezdin the first set are liars. And we learned two shiurim ago that if two witnesses come and tell and say to Bezdin on one person or on two people that they are puzzle, they are robbers or they are liars, they puzzle their goof. Then, then we only believe the latter group and the witnesses are disqualified. So because Abaya looks at the implications, the witnesses are knocked out. So therefore, Hakrasha is not the beginning of Hazama. Rava is Makiv Hakarif. He looks only at the, the, the specific that they were referring to. They did not speak about the witnesses themselves. So therefore, the witnesses themselves are still valid and they can become Mizumanim. Also, just to speak out that yesterday Rabbi Shalman concluded that when we have in Perik Aleph and Tanya, that Abaya tells Rabba, Rabba says, and Abaya goes and he says that you're not allowing anyone to live. It's Mamish the same concept. Since Abaya looks at what is implied from the testimony or from a statement, so what is implied? What will be the consequence of a Rabba? A Rabba saying that I'm a Benini, that will imply that no one else can even be alive. If Rabbi Zabinidi, then we're not even Rishayim. And then Rishayim Bechayim Lekroyim Mesim Lashavik Marchayim Lechobedi. Okay, now from where did Rabbi get his proof? So that's very important. You have to help cop for this. So there's a Brisa that we had on Daf Ayin Gimel Amid Beis. The Brisa speaks about two Adam coming and saying, that's what the Brisa recorded, that the master, there was a master and an Evid, a master and a servant, an Odin and an Evid, and they tell Beisdin that we know that the master in this sequence knocked out the Evid's eye and then his tooth. This is what is recorded in the Brisa, that they mentioned eye and tooth. Now, when a master knocks out any one of the 24 external limbs of an Evid, if he cuts, severs it, so then the din is that that Evid goes free. 
and we're taking it for granted that if the Adain later damages or knocks out another of the Rashi Eivarim, the examples that we will be using constantly is the eye and the tooth, then he's going to have to pay him for that value. So the Braisa said that if the master knocked out the eye, the witnesses are saying, and then the tooth, and then the Edim become Edim that are Zoyimimim, so the, the, the Braisa says that the Eved has to pay. Two, um, the Edim Zoyimimim have to pay the value of the eye to the Eved. And the way Rava made sense of this Braisa, we had three questions on it, is that really, even though the Braisa mentioned Ayin and then Shane, there was another set of witnesses that came before the one that's mentioned in the Braisa. So Rava learned the Braisa like this. One set of witnesses come and they say that the sequence was Shane and then Ayin. According to the first testimony, what would the Evid get? He would get the May Ayin because that was the latter one. Now the Braise records that set number two comes and they said Ayin and then Shane, which means that they are causing for the Evet to get less money because the latter one was Shane. And then they became, the latter ones, the second ones became Zoymimim. So the Braise says that the latter ones will be punished. Whatever they wanted to cause will happen to them. What did they want to cause amongst other things? They wanted for the Evet to get less money instead of getting Ayin to only get Shane. We said yesterday, Ayin, let's say, is $100, Shane is $10. They were going to cause the Evid $90 loss. So the Adam Zoyimimim have to pay to the Evid the $90. From which Rava proves, here you see, that Hakhash Because if, when you have Adam Hamakhishim, they are completely knocked out, so once they were knocked out, the punishment of Adam Zoyimimim, due to them, what they wanted to do is not relevant anymore. Here it is relevant. Okay, came along Abaye, and Abaye said that the Braise is not speaking about three sets of witnesses. The Braise said exactly the case. There was set number one, and then they became Adam Zaymimim. And therefore, Abaya learns the Pshat and the Braise was like it says. The first said, the first set came, and they said Ayin and then Shane. That's what they said. Ayin and then Shane. Came along a second set. Firstly, like Rashi said, the second set told Beisdin, those Adam, Imanohoyisim. You were not even there to see whether the master knocked out the Evid's eye or tooth. So, first of all, you Adam. Secondly, they said, by the way, the master did injure the Evid. But the sequence is the opposite. And what really happened was first Shane and then Ayin. Simple. And therefore, since the Adam are Zoymimim, they were going to cause the Evid to only get Shane. Now that they are proven to be liars because the Torah believes the second set, we know that the sequence was first Shane and then Ayin. So not only does the master have to give to the Evid the Ayin, but now the first set, the Edom Zayimim, have to give to the Evid the difference that they were going to cause. Very good. So the Gemara says, why did Abaya say that the Brais is speaking about two sets, not three sets? So it's completely irrelevant to the discussion of Hagchash Atchilas Hazama. Let's start on the Ayin Dalad Damadalov. Because me, the Seifa, Ben Meipach Bahazama, since the latter case of the Brais must be, Abaya says, that there were not three sets. It's only that there was set number one, and then they became proven to be Adam Zoymimim. And not only Adam Zoymimim, but the second set that made them Zoymimim substantiated the content of what they were saying, but they reversed the order. And now we're going to read the Seifa, and we're going to see that in the Seifa, you cannot be speaking about three sets of witnesses. Diktani Seifa says in the Seifa of this Braisa. That when two witnesses come, again the Braises beginning only recording, this, this being the first step. 
We're going to see again how Rabbi is going to learn this, but this is Abaye. Me'idanu es ishpuloinim. Two witnesses come and they say regarding an Adain and an Evet. Shehipil es Shein Avdai. This is the order in the Sefer. First, the Shein, and then the Ayin. Which would mean that based on their testimony, not only is the Evet free because he had his tooth knocked out, now the Adain is chayv to pay him the more expensive, the, the Demei Ayin. And now the Brais again adds the words, Shaharehu Evet Oimer the Evet likes it, of course he likes it, because not only is he free, but he's also going to be getting the more amount of money. And then, Venim Suzoimimim, so says the Braisa, Mishalman Demei Ayin Larav, that the Edim Zoimimim have to pay the Demei Ayin Larav, says the Gemara, Hechidami, one second, Idoloi Komoideluhu Basroi Bachabala Klau, if it's Mamish as it's written, see the Braisa, definitely has to be, you have to add more information to it. Because if it's simply then becoming Adam Zoymimim, which would mean that the Odin never knocked anything off his Evid, the Evid might be without an eye or a tooth, but who says that Odin did it? So the Evid is still an Evid. So the damage that they wanted to cause to the Odin is not that he's overpaying money to the Evid. They were going to make him free the Evid when the Evid is really not free. So then, then the Edom Zoyimim will have to pay the Rav simple, the entire value of the Evet. Elot must be Pshita. These are the words of Abai, it's called Meipach v'hazama. They were not only Mazim the Edom, but then they also testified as to what did the Rav do to the Evet, but they changed, they reverted the order. That what? That Elot Pshita, the Kamaiduluhu b'chabalah. Yeah, the second Edom, the ones that based and believes now, they also admitted that the Rav damaged the Evet. Elama udekra afchinon. What's the bach? Vekra afchinu v'azminu. That they reversed the order. What shot they reversed the order? So the first set said Shane and Ayin. The second set comes to Beisden, Chava Halkop, and they tell Beisden, Kaitem called the first Eidim Iman Nehoyisim. So you're out. Second of all, we talk and know that the Odin did damage the Evid, but the order was Ayin and then Shane. Ayin and then Shane. Which means the truth is, is that the Odin only owes the Evid the May Shane. What did the first witness, what would they cause the Odin to pay? The May Ayin. So that $90 was going to be an additional monetary loss that the Odin would suffer illegally. That's the money that the Edom Zayim have to pay to the Evid. Now here Rashi speaks out, Abaya has a Gavaldik Adaya. Here, and that's going to be a question on Rava, you cannot say, Rava cannot say what he said before. What did Rava say before in the Reisha? That even though the Braise begins with the story of a set of witnesses coming and saying Shen and Ayin, before they came, there was another set. So let's work this out, if that would have been the case, to make everything consistent. So if the Braise records the middle one, like Rava said in the Reisha, so the middle one said Shein and Ayin, what did the first one say? Halt Kaabchev, Ayin, Ayin and Shein. So let's work this out. So the first witness came and they said Ayin and Shein. Then you have Edem Ham, that were Makrish them, no Hazama yet, which is the one the Braise recorded. What did these witnesses say? They said Shein and Ayin. Let's not forget one rule Rashi says. The, the din of Edom Zoymimim only happens if before they became Zoymimim, Beisden already ruled that we have to do whatever the second, whatever this witness said needs to get done. Think about this, says Rashi. If the, when you have Edom HaMakchishim, 
because Beisden doesn't know who's saying the truth, whether you look at it like Abaya, whether you look at it like, like Rava, you cannot apply any consequence beyond the minimum. You can't. Now, obviously, in the example that we started today, share is whether Reuven murdered or not. So then when you have Edom HaMakhishim, Beisden is going to say, don't kill Reuven. The minimum is to do nothing. Now, in this case, if it would be like Rava would learn, Beisden would not say to do nothing because both of them are Moedah, the Everest free. But if you have the first one that's saying ayin and then shein, which means the Odin owes the lesser amount of money, if the middle one says that it was shein and ayin, the, the larger amount of money, Beisden will never paskin to pay, to pay the May ayin. Because the second witness that are becoming Adam Zoymimim, they are adding more money. So Beisden will never paskin to give ayin. So here Abai is saying, Rabbi, you can't learn this pshat in the Seifa. Because now if the middle ones become Edom Zoymimim, which is to make it consistent with the case of the Reisha, they will never be Edom Zoymimim. You can never force them to pay to the other than Ayin. Beisden never would have passed to pay the Ayin Because they were already Edom that were being contradicted by the first ones. So here it cannot be a case of three sets as you said in the Reisha. Here it must be the way I'm explaining Abaya. It's just the one that Abraisa recorded. Then they became Edom Zoymimim. It also has to be that the ones that were Mazin also were Mahapich in the order. And now it fits. So like Abaya is saying, mid the Seifa, there's only two sets. The Reisha is only speaking about two sets. This Braisa has nothing to do with Hakhash and then Hazama. Gewaldik. Now before we go on, yeah, you have to move. It's going to get late. Sense that and both No. Being that they both admitted that the Odin did damage to the Evid, since they are both admitting, so then Bazdin will do what they both admit. But both of them are. No, no, no. Both of them are admitting that they knocked out. The only question is what's the order? Very good. Let's move on. Now, let's go, let's go, let's go. Then they'll retract it. Then they'll retract it. That's the whole case of Rav. Then they'll, and even though Bezin retracted it, nevertheless, Rav says if later the first one becomes Adam Zayimim, they will get killed. Because since there was at least once a Psagdin Ruven should get killed, that's the Chidush of Rav. The retraction is the beginning of them becoming Adam Zayimim. Oh, now, the Gemara says, now, what we're learning now is that first of all, we accept it so far that the Sefer cannot be speaking about three sets. If you don't have three sets, you don't have Akhash and Azama. But this next segment is on Abaya. One second, Abaya, you're saying that the Seifa has to be two sets. Very nice. But here we have to further clarify the Braisom. Another detail. When the second set is coming, they're telling Beisdin, first of all, the first set, but however, it's Emes that the Odin did damage the Evet. If they are saying, the first set, said that the Odin, in the case of the Sefer, Shane and Ayin, knocked out the Shane and Ayin on Sunday. And the Edom, Zoyimim, come and they say, no, 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 first of all, Sunday, Imano Hoyism. Second of all, what really happened was, it was Ayin and Shane on Monday, if the second set is testifying to something that happened after, a day later, then it's not going to work out. Then Akati, Demei Eved, Larav, Boi, Shlumei, then the question will be that Kavaldic logic, not only will the Adam Zayim have to pay the May Ayin, which is what it says in the Braisa, they would have to pay the Odin the whole value of the Evid. Look at the logic of the Gemara. 
Because if they testified, Gideon, this goes back to what you're saying. When they, if when they testified that the master knocked out whatever the order was on Sunday, and after they were proven to be liars, even when the second set says that the Odin did damage the Evid on Monday, but they're, they're saying that on Sunday the Evid was still an Evid. So even though now on Wednesday or on Thursday, Bezdin is finding out all this information, since the Adam Zoyimimim were alleging with a lie that the Evid was already free on Sunday, if he's only free on Monday, then the Adam Zoyimimim have to pay to the Evid the whole value of the Evid because on Sunday he was not free. Even though now he's free regardless, if it was later. Because the Chi Mechayev Lele Gavra. When they were being machayv, the master, to pay him, according to their version, both to free him and to pay him the me'ayin, the master then was not high for anything, because on Sunday, he didn't knock out the shein nor the ayin. The second witnesses that we are believing are saying it happened on Monday, and in a reverse order. But on Sunday, he's still in Evit. Ella, so first clarification is that the last witnesses, after they make the first set, then they're telling Bezdin, by the way, the Odin did damage the Evid. But not like they said Sunday. He did it on Friday before. That's number one. Because then it's Taka, that the Evid was already not an Evid. The only question is, what, what will he get paid for? For the lesser amount of money or for the more amount of money? That's number one. Va'oid, and another very important detail, that the bedin. if it is simply in the case that we mentioned, I'll explain Ahmad bedin in a moment. You have to pay the Edom Zayumim, will have to give the master all of the value of the Evid. And Rashi says something Gavaldic. Rashi says that the din, that if a Odin knocks out any one of the Chav Dalad Rashi of an Evid, he goes free, that din is a knas. And there's a rule, Moide Beknas Potter. So even after a master knocks his slave's eye out or tooth out, before Bezdin Paskin, that he did it, he has the option of he going to a Bezdin, being Moide to Bezdin, I want you to know that I damaged my Evid, and if he makes that admission in court, the Evid will not go free. So when the Adam Zayimim come to Bezdin and they tell Bezdin that he did something, from that moment on he can't be Maida anymore. Now we already know it independently. So that took away his possibility of being Maida. So even in such a case, and even if they were Magdim, it doesn't matter the fact that they started the process which from now on the Evid will become free. And before there was an option of the Evid to remain an Evid by the Master being Maida, they will have to pay to Adam the Mekulay. So the case of the Braise, Elod the Omad Bedin, that possibility to be wider. Let's read inside. If you look inside, the, you know, there's the narrowest, you know, the top. Look inside the Rashi. When you have the widest lines, the first of the widest lines. It says Rashi, Kisha Ahmed Bedin, all this is an Abayah. That, So what happened was like this. That the Odin damaged the Evet before the sequence. And he was taken to court by the Evet. And V'chayivu l'haniyach Evet. And Bezdin already passed one Bezdin. You, you knocked him out, you were not Moida. We have witnesses that you damaged your Evid, the Evid has to be freed. Now what happened then was, Ubarach, the master ran away. He didn't want to listen to Bezdin, he went away. And the Hashta, now, this is before the case of the Baraisa. So first of all, this possibility of him being Moida and being Potted is not there anymore. He was already found guilty in court. The Hashta, Ikasi, Bailam, Kaman, 
He can't be Maida anymore. And now, let's just work out the details of the Braisa according to Abaya. Like it says, now the Evid takes the Odin to another Basin because the Odin went away to New York. He did it in LA. The Evid went chasing after him and he took him into a Basin in New York. And he told him, listen here, you knocked out my eye. You knocked out my tooth. The Evid wants more money. And then you knocked out my eye. And he tells the Basin in New York, and I already took you to Odin Toyota in LA. And they already passed and that you owe me the money. Now the Evid can say what he wants. He needs Adam. And he brought Adam. These are the Adam of the Braisa. The Hevi Adam Elo Al Kah. And good. And now Basin in New York heard that Adam are substantiating that already in a Basin they were they were Machaifim to free him. And the order was that the eye was the last. So based on the first testimony, they passed him, okay, now not only is he free, pay him the money for the eye. And now it continues, that Va'asi Sadeh Achrini, and came along the second group of witnesses. And first of all, Va'afchinu, Va'amru lo'i chayvinu be'bezdin elodimei she'in. First of all, they told him that it's not true. Yes, that the, the, this other injured the Evet, but the latter injury was the, was the tooth. And again, the way the Mepharshim speak out, and the Gemara's first statement stands. What they tell the Basin in New York is, is that first of all, set number one, Imano Hoyisim. Number two, the set number one said that he was obligated and based in on Sunday to pay the Mayayin. It wasn't on Sunday, it was on Friday beforehand. They're also Magdimit. So that's the whole same case. Let's go back into the Gemara. And then it works according to Abayim. Eladon Bedin. Okay. Now, Amalei Ravacha Bedei Ravikel Ravashi. Now we have to analyze Rava. And what, how did we learn yesterday, and we repeated it today, that Rava's Rayad until now was from the Reisha of the Braisa, being that the Braisa, we had three questions on the Braisa. So even though the Braisa recorded in the Reisha that the Adam came and they said, Ayin and Shane in the Reisha, they were the second group. But the Braisa is taken for granted that before the witnesses said Ayin and Shane, there were witnesses really that said Shane and Ayin. And that was Rava's proof, Hakhashat Khilas Azama. So asks the Gemara, Dukya the Rava Mehecha, where did Rava prove Hakhashat Khilas Azama? Ilaimaresha, if it will be the way we learned it yesterday, the way we repeated it today and before we started the shear. From this case, that set number one says Shane and Ayin. Halt up. Set number one, that's not even written in the Braisa Rava. Said Shane and then Ayin. And the middle said said Ayin and Shane. And then the middle said became Adam Zaimimim. Says the Gemara, Bakhlawa Kanarai is there from there. Let's read it inside. Reisha Mikom Miskacha Sheimitsiya, were the middle witnesses thrown out? Think about it. The first set said Shane and Ayin. So what did Bezdin Paskin to pay? The May Ayin. Then came along the one that the Braisa mentioned. No, 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 it was the opposite. Yes, that the Odin damaged the Evid. The Evid is going to be free, but the order was Ayin and then Shane. So, Adam Hamakrishim Zedze. What does Bezdin do then? They undo which one? They can only do the minimum one. So, which ones did they, do, did they listen to? No, because you want to get money out of the master. Both of them, are, the master has to free the Evid. The first set said he's Chayv Demei Ayn. The middle set said Chayv Demei Shane. That we know. So, he's going to, so, it's not to Shane. So they actually paskened like the middle one. So now if the middle one becomes Adam Zaymimim, of course 
we're going to penalize the middle ones. They were not refuted. They were the ones that were believed. Sure. The whole thing doesn't make sense. The Chiddush of Rava is, in the, in the case, set number one says Reuven murdered. Based in Paskin, Reuven, you're going to be killed. Set number two is first Makhish, Reuven did not murder. So Bezdin retracted the ruling from set number one. Says Rava Chiddush, even though Bezdin retracted, if a third set comes and says that he, on the first set, the first set will get killed, that's a Chiddush of Rava. But he has no proof from the Braisa. Because the Braisa is not speaking about a case where we first disbelieve them and still will make them into Adam Zayimim. The case of the Reisha is that we were taken believed, Gavaldic. Kiv and the Eloi Mitazmei. If not for the third set coming, according to Rav's explanation in the Braisa, and make the middle one Edom Zayimim, we would believe the middle set. Because the Dino Kavosayu Paskinen, we will have to Paskin like the middle one, because Bezdin by Edom Hamak Chishim can only do the minimum. The minimum is to only pay the shame. The Yesh Bechlal explaining, I be Edom Hamak Chishim, you do nothing. So the Gemara says, you don't do nothing. They're both made that the Ebed has to be set free. They're both made that after the Ebed was to be set free, the other damaged him again. The only question is, set number one says the ayin, which is $100. He's high for $100. Set number two says only the tooth, only $10. Okay, so they're both made to $10. Even the one that ayin, yeish b'chlau masayim mana. Hilkach, therefore, in the b'raisa, kamoi hudukha miskachashe. The first ones were refuted. The middle ones were not miskachashe midi. So therefore, when it says in the b'raisa that if the middle ones become zoimimim, the middle ones have to pay, of course, Abaya will be made to that because they were not mukhash. A Rav is trying to prove from over there that hakhash at chilas hazoma, how can you bechal prove it from the nation? A bomb question. Abaya will agree to this concept because they were not refuted. Ah, no, Rabbi Shaman is making a good point. Good, I'll take that back. Because as we are learning, the bottom line is, is that if we imply from the contradiction that they're liars, then you're right. But Rav doesn't learn it that way. So Rav doesn't have a proof. Oh. So Amalei, so the Gemara clarifies, Rav Savar, you're right. From the case of the Reisha, Rav has no proof. Rav's proof is from the Sefer, as we'll speak out in a moment. Now, let's not forget that we explained that the Sefer cannot be with three sets. We have to deal with it. But Rav holds that me, the Reisha B'Shalosh Kita, since the Reisha is speaking about three sets, Sefer Nama B'Shalosh. The Sefer has to be with three. And now... And now we have to speak out the way the Rishayim speak out. I, we had a kasha. Let's think about the question. How can the Sefer be in three when the rule of Hazama is only after based in Paskent? So the Rishayim say it must be in a held cup. The Sefer recorded the case of Shane and then Ayin. Rabbah holds there were three sets. Set number two, in the Rishah, the Braisa began with the middle set. It must be that in the Sefer that you have three sets, the Braisa began with the first set, not with the, not with the second set. And now it's going to work. The first set set Shein and Ayin. What did based in Paskin? The May Ayin. The set that the Braisa did not record was the middle set. The middle set said it was Ayin and then Shein. Since the middle set diminished the value, based in refuted the Psakdin, they retracted the Psakdin on the first. You don't have to pay Demei Ayin, only Demei Shein. And then the first set became Edom Zaymimim. And still, the first set will be penalized. Like it says in the Braisa, they have to pay to the Adon Demei Ayin. They were going to be Machayvim Demei Ayin. And now we found out that the other is only Chayv Demei Shein. That's not a good proof. 
Because after they were refuted, they still can become Zoyimimim. And Vidoik Misefa, which is Kigoyen, says the Gemara, to also be Tereva Omni. Two witnesses came and said, Hippil Eshinoi Vesimais Enoi. The case that's recorded is the, is the first thing that happened. That's the sequence. And Upaskino Ladinapomayo. So based on Paskant, free, pay the Mayain. And then this is what you have to add according to Rava. Not added a witness that came before, like in the Reisha. What's missing in the Sefer is what happened later. For also Beitrei later two witnesses came for Amri and they said, Simas Einoi, the order was first eye and then tooth. They come, Makrishi Leilahan Kamoi. So Beisdin retracted the Psagdin and they said, You don't have to pay the Demeayin. And then the first ones are Zoimimim. Ah, Venimtsu Zoimimim. So Kamoi, Mishalman Demeayin Lorav. Now Rava has a Gavaldika proof. The Is al If Hakhosh is not the beginning of Azama, Bazdin already retracted the Psagdin. They said to the Adan, you don't have to pay the Mayayan. So then how can they become Zaimimim? Amai Mishalmi. Ha is Kachashulumi Kara. Eloshmami no Hakhosh Trilas Azamahi. And now the Gemara says the following: that Abaya will tell you that you know what? If you have to say that in this Braisa, we're not speaking about two sets, but we are speaking about three sets. Abaya says, I'll agree to that in the Reisha. In the Reisha, it's better to say that there were three sets, and not the way we started out the year, the way we ended up yesterday, that Abaya, even in the Reisha, said that it was B'meipach v'hazama. Why will Abaya be moida to Rava that in the Reisha there were three sets? Bishlaim Reisha, Dulei Sagi, Dulei Shalish Kitois. It's hard to learn that there weren't three sets. Sharek Tani, Harav, Oimer Kain. The Braisa begins by saying that we learned yesterday in the Reisha that after the Braisa records what is according to Rava, the middle set, the middle set, but without the Rava we don't know that, it's, we think it's the first set. The case of Adir was that first he testified regarding Ayin and then Shane. So it says that the Evid, that the Rav is happy with it. Why will the Rav be happy with that? Yeah, of course, it's even worse for the Rav to hear Shane and then Ayin, because that's more money. But the Rav will be even happier that no witnesses came all together. Whenever the Rav hears testimony that will oblige him to free the Evid, how can the Rav be happy in either order? So it's a lot better to Zetzayin the Reisha that before the case that is recorded, there was another set of witnesses. And they said, Shane and then Ayin. So based on already Paskin to the Rav, you have to set the Evid free. And now that a second group comes, which is the Metziah that's recorded, and they reverted the order, so the Rav at least will only have to pay the Meishain, so he's happy. So when it says for Rav Omer Kain, it's better that before the case that Abraiz recorded, there was other witnesses. The Rav is anyways going to lose the Evid. So he's happy, at least he only has to pay the Meishain instead of the Meishain. But Ella Seifa, why Abai is telling Rav, why do you have to say that it's speaking about three sets? When the Baraisa says, it makes sense. Again, the way Abaya learns is only the set that's mentioned, and then they became Zoyimimim. No matter which order the Adam came and testified, no matter which order, the Evid will always be happy. Which is, no one knows anything. All of a sudden, two witnesses say that the Evid is free. Whether he'll get paid, even on top of that, the Mayayin, or only the Mayshain, or even no money. He's already happy. Evid called Uhu. Meymar Omar, the Evid is always happy. So therefore, Abaya learns that the Seifa which as we just proved right now, which is the only place in this Braisa from which Rava proves that Akhash Atchilas Hazama, Rava learns the Sefer is also speaking about three Kitois, Midereisha three sets, the Sefer three sets. 
and then it works out perfectly. Abaya says that Eshotaka can be three sets. The safe is not three sets. And now you have to add the details that the Gemara added, that they said the testimony happened before, and it was Ahmad Bedin, and therefore you don't have any proof from this Braisa. Let's move on right there. It says the Gemara Maskev, Rab we're making now a point that's not directly related to Akash Atchilas Azama, but we had a premise until now, that if the Adin does two damages to the Evid, number one, he's free, and then he has to pay him for the damage. The Gemara is going to challenge that. The challenge is, if the Adi knocked out his tooth in his eye, or his eye in his tooth, or his eye in his finger, or whatever the Rashi of Adam are, if all of that happened before he was taken to Beisdin, how do you know that Beisdin is going to pass and that the Adin has to pay him money as well? Maybe since Beisdin found out about everything together, knows if he would have knocked out his eye, and gone to Beisdin, and Beisdin would have passed and you're free, then of course, if he does a further damage, you did damage to a free man. But if it all happened before Ahmad Bedin, Ema, maybe Simas Enoi, if the din is, no one will debate that, that if the master knocks out his eye, Nefik Be'enoi, the Evid is free. Hippalashinoi, Nefik Be'enoi, Mindat Eindaldom and Be'e, second line. And maybe the question is, if Simai Es Enoi and the Hippalashinoi, maybe still he goes free Be'enoi Vishinoi and no money is given. To which the Gemara answers, for you, the Pasuk says, Tachas Enoi, so from there we learn, tachas enoi means v'loi tachas enoi v'shinoi. He doesn't go free because he lost two limbs. He goes free only because he lost one limb, which would imply that if he knocked out two limbs, the other one you have to give money for. Which is a chiddush because we learned really right now that really when is he freed? Only when there's hamad bedin because there's the possibility to be moida. And, and, and not to get the knas altogether, but if he was not Maida, let's use the words retroactively, that's the way it works. Good. The knas is that he goes free? The knas for one, yeah. That's the knas that he goes free, absolutely. It's a knas because it's not, a, it's not appropriate. It's not me, the Kenegad Why wouldn't any other just admit that he did that? He would. He would. If he didn't, it's good to learn. Another benefit, side benefit. If you know you can do it and get away with it. God forbid, yeah. Okay, right. All the religious people. No, 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 I did it, I did it. Okay. Not Let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. We'll learn more soon. Let's move. No, once, because he was not Maida. Maita. Now we're going back to our sugya. Why did we speak about Let's go back to the Mishnah. We have to remember the way we learned the Gemara before. Now we had a previous sugya. And now you have to understand that we learned the Gemara two daf ago based on Abaya. After the Gemara establishes So without repeating that whole sugya, that whole sugya, which was problematic, and you had to say that he said it the basachas on Turkey Dibur, all of that was only La Baya, because since La Mafreya Hunifso, so you needed to Zet sign that the Adam were still kosher witnesses when they said the Tvicha, after they said the Geneva. Oh, but now we learned in our Mishnah, we're learning this according to Rava now. So according to Rava, the Mishnah will be easier. That's the case of the Mishnah. If a Ganav stole, and there are two witnesses that say that he stole the ox, and then and the same witnesses testified that he shechted it. And then it says in the Mishnah, they were found out to be Zoymimim. So the Mishnah says, that they have to pay to the alleged Ganav five oxen, because they would have, they would have been based on already Paskin, that he has to pay the owner five oxen. Now the Gemara says, my love, 
Let's learn it on the sequence. First of all, it was not on the same day. Not like Abaya said that they testified together. Abaya needed to say that. According to Rava, they're not Lemafreya Nifsel. They testified on Sunday to Beisdin that Reuven stole the ox. They testified again on Monday, second time, that, that Reuven, ha, you know what Reuven did? He shechted the ox later. And then, when they became Zaymimim, let's start. That first they became Zaymimim on the Geneva. It happened on one day, and the next day. And then on another day they became Zaymimim on the Tficha. If that would have been the case, for her, Kivin Geneva, the moment they became Muslim on the Geneva, the Hazama on the Geneva, you know, the Mishnah says, Zemein Geneva, and Tficha Mechira. But let's word it differently. If they are now proven to be liars that he never stole it, which means that he didn't do the sin of shechting it. There's no sin of me shechting my animal. The sin of tficha as I shechted a stolen animal. So when you had hazama on the geneva, you have in it a hakhasha on the tficha. Because it means geneva and tficha mechira. And therefore, Rabbi has a gewaldic proof, which is that if we don't say hakhasha tchilas hazama, since in the hazama of the geneva, you have a hakhasha on the tficha, how can they become zoyimim later for the tficha? Is the charaya that Akhash Khash Hazamam? Because already by the Hazama and the Geneva, Yachap, there's already a refutation on the Tvicha. Based on already retracted that this person does not have to pay, not for the Geneva, not for the Tvicha. And if they can still become Zoyimim for the Tvicha, and nevertheless, now the Gemara just says, no. And the Gemara is going to say a detail of what it said for Abaya. Who told you that when the Mishnah said that they became Zoyimim for both, that the sequence was first Geneva and then Tvicha? The sequence was the opposite. Now, it doesn't have to be like Abaya learned that the Edom testified because the Rav holds that we don't say But when it comes to the refuting of the witnesses, it has to be in the opposite order. Amri, they said, first on the Tvicha, all this according to Rav. And therefore, and therefore, even if you were to say that Hakhasha laughed Chilas Hazama, it would make sense. First, they were proven to be Zaymimim on the Tvicha. Basin didn't retract the Geneva yet. Basin still kept the Psagdin on the Geneva. So now, if they become Zaymimim on the Geneva, they have to pay the Kefal also to the alleged Ganev. Let's move right there. Now the Gemara says, Bepluta Edim, Ubepluta Edim, Shahukhu, Ulubesayf Huzmu, this Machlaikis, whether Hakhasha, Chilas Hazama, the way Rashi learned. The Gemara never said explicitly that Abayi disagrees with him in the din. We learned the Gemara according to Rashi and many other Rishonim. That's a machloikas Abayi and Rava. Rava holds Hagchasha is Tchilas Hazama. Abayi holds Hagchasha laf Tchilas Hazama. You should know this is not a machloikas Tanoim, which is really a problem. But it's good. It's a machloikas Amaraim. There were Amaraim that came before Abayi and Rava that had the same argument. That Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar. In the original case, set number one says Reuven murdered Shimon. Based in Paskin, Reuven, we're going to kill you. Then comes set number two, and they tell Beisden, Reuven did not kill Shimon. Beisden retracted. Reuven, you will not get killed. Then comes on the next day, set number three, and they tell Beisden, the first set, they were with us. So what do you do to the first set? So one of these two Amorim says, Neherogim, we killed the Adam. This is like Rava. Even though they were already refuted, 
but it's the beginning of Azama. The Chadamar in Eragin, just we don't know which one says what. So the Gemara says, this time I'll prove to you that Rabbi Lazar is the one that says Eina Heragin. According to the way Rashi learns, Rabbi Lazar is like Abaya. He holds that since set number one was already refuted, Bezdin already retracted the Psagdin, Bezdin was not going to kill Reuven. If now that said they come Zoyimimim, we're not going to kill them. Because right now they were completely refuted. To Omar, Rabbi Lazar, how do we know that? Look at this case. Edim Shehuk Peshu Benefesh. Same case, set number one comes and says Reuven killed Shimon. Based in Paskins, Reuven, you're going to be, you're going to die. Set number two comes and tells Bezdin, Reuven did not kill Shimon. So what does Bezdin have to do? They have to retract their ruling. So Rabbi Lazar says the first set is Loikin. They get Malchus. What Malchus? So Rashi says in the Pasik that Loisana Ibrayacha ate Sheker. Don't bear false testimony. So you flog them for that love. Now obviously the Gemara is going to ask, one second, no matter how you learn, Bezdin, whether they are knocked out or whether they're not knocked out, Bezdin doesn't know yet who's the liar. How can you give Malchus, hold that question. But Rabbi Lazar says there is Malchus. Now the Gemara says the following, the Isa Kadaitach, Rabbi Lazar is the one that says Naragin, if there's still a possibility for set number one to become Edom Zaymimim, why would they get Malchus when there is a rule, have a lay, lav shenitin lazonas misas Bezdin, the rule is whenever a person violates a love and there is a possibility that they will end up being punished with death in court for that violation, you don't get Malchus. The rule of Malchus is, whenever God writes, don't do something, and the person did it with a Misa, and the trader does not prescribe a punishment, so then the standard punishment is Malchus. But if God says, don't do something, if that action could lead them to get killed, then they never get Malchus. And if after the Hakhasha they still can become Zoyimimim, we don't know whether they will or not become Zayimim. But if they could become Zayimim, and if that happens, they're going to get killed, then they should not get Malchus. If they lied, Benigeya and Nefesh, V'cholav, Shenitim, Lazarus, Misas, Bezin, Elok, and Olav, Elav, And this is his stance, that Rabbi Lazar holds that once they become Mukhashim, they can never become Zayimim. Eina Herogin. And therefore, Testayim, but that Taka, this is a, it's determined that Rabbi Lazar is the one that holds like Abayah. Now the Gemara is asking on the din itself, why are you saying loikin? Why loikin? If two witnesses contradict each other, we don't know which one is saying the truth. My chazes the som chasahani, sumaychani. Answers the Gemara, you didn't understand the case of Rabbi Lazar. He was not speaking about a case where two witnesses told Bezdin, Reuven killed Shimon. And then next day, two other witnesses come and say, Reuven did not kill Shimon. That's not what happened. Two witnesses tell Bezdin who even killed Shimon. You know what happened the next day? Shimon comes in. The person, they pass and Reuven, you're going to get killed. You killed, you murdered Shimon. The, 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 the alleged murdered person comes on his feet. Ah, there we know that they lied. Now, by the way, if you hold Hakhasha, so they were refuted. But still, According to Lashitas, that Hakhash Atrilas Azama, if Adam come the next day and they say to the first set, they will get killed. 
So that's why the Gemara's back and forth is good. Is Araya, that even if they will come Adam Zayamim, they will not get killed. But why did they get Malchus? Because we know that they're lying. How do we know that they're lying? Because Shimon comes into Beisdin. Let's move on. This Mishnah is going to contrast everything we learned on the Mishnah. I think it was on Daf Ayin. We're moving. Exactly. We had the Mishnah on Daf Ayin. And as you remember, you know, every case by case, every din that the Mishnah mentioned here, we're going to modify it here and show you how it's different. So case number one, if two witnesses testify that someone stole. However, there's only one aid that say that he slaughtered or sold. Or he himself admitted that he uh, shechted. Now we know, so based in, in this case, can never penalize the ganif to pay Dawud Vehei. They can only penalize him to pay Kefo. No, because for that you have two witnesses. Now this is so obvious, the first question the Gemara will ask is Pshita. Of course, we know Moide Beknas Pater. And you never make a person pay only based on one witness when it comes to money matters. We'll get to that in the Gemara. Next case. Next case, if witnesses testify that he stole an animal, however he shechted it on Shabbos, what did we learn in the Mishnah Daf Ayin that he sold it on Shabbos? Remember that? So we said that selling on Shabbos is not an Easter Daraisa, for which you're not Chayef Skila, so you don't have Kamalei B'Darabimine. But if he slaughtered it on Shabbos, even though for Tvichay Chayef Dalad Vehei, but if he did it on Shabbos, shechting an animal on Shabbos is a capital sin. Chayef Skila, Kamalei B'Darabimine. So the din is they'll, they'll, never, they'll never penalize him for Dalad Vehei. Or, if he shechted an animal for Avaydazara, shechting an animal for Avaydazara, again, is something that uh, it's, it's a capital sin, so he's not going to be penalized to pay the dollar day. Or, if this will be the case, he stole an animal that belongs to his father. Now, that act, for that he has to pay kefal. But before he shechted it first, if his father died, what happens if someone's father, God forbid, passes away? The children inherit what he owns. Which means he, even if he has brothers, he is a partial owner in this animal that he stole. And if now, if now he sells it, if now he shechts it, even though he had no right to do it because he has brothers, but some of it did belong to him, so he won't get penalized. On the next case, now if quickly reviewing, where the Yush itself will allow the Ganav to acquire it. If Yush is Kainah, then the Ganav stole it. The Odin had Yush, then he was Magdashit. He had the power to be Magdashit. And then Tavachu Machar. And here the, the Mishnah is going to tell you that he only has to pay Kefal. In all the cases, but let's go to the case of Hegdish, because However, according to the Shittas that say, remember that Yush itself is not Kainah, they brought this Mishnah. So who was Magdashit? Now, Huh? It's not Hegdish. So if it's not Hegdish, you have to pay Dalad Vehei. So the answer is, is that the Odin, the Odin was Magdashit. That's what it meant. And that's the whole th question, whether you can be Magdash, something that's not in your Rishus. That was that whole sugya. Now, by the way, the ones that say that Yush Gerei Deloikani, but one thing is clear, Yush and Shinoi Rishus does make a Kenyan. That's why after he, even, I mean, if Yush doesn't do it, if Yush doesn't do it, no, it's the opposite. If Yush doesn't do it, then Fakert, then him being Magdashit will work. That was the word. Because if he was Kainit after Yush, 
then even without being Magdashid, this is important. That was if Yush is kinda, if he shechts it after Yush, even if he was not Magdashid, there's no Dalad Vehei. Because Shaloi Hu Taiveach, Shaloi Hu Meichet. So, so this will work that he was Magdashid, if Yush is not kinda, but Yush and Shinui Rishus is kinda, and then they come, you know, Gita Vyodi Boim Ki Echad, so then he was the one that was Magdashid. According to the opinions that hold that Yush Gereida is kinda, so who was Magdashid? The Odin was Magdashid. So that's why only because it became Hegdish does he not have to pay four and five. Very good. Now the, Gemara, the Mishnah concludes, Rab Shimon Oimer, and we had this on Daf Ayin Aleph Amid Beis. Remember we learned Dover Hagarim Lumamin Kamamin Dami, that Kachim Shechai Ba'achri Yusan, Mishalom Tashlomi Dalad Vehei, She'ein Chai Ba'achri Yusan Pater, which means like this, even though there's a rule that if you shecht something that belongs to Hegdish, you don't get the penalty of Dalad Vehei, but Med Varamamurim, that an owner never said Harei Olai to bring a carb. He never made a nether, he only made an adava. He said Harei Zu Oilo. It's Oilo. If some crook shechts it, he was moil. There's no Dalad Vehei. However, in a case where someone says, Harei Olai to bring an oila, the din is, it's on me, the obligation is on me. If I separate this as an oila, if something happens to it, like a Ganav shechted it, I have to replace it. I'm Chayev Bachrais. The moment I have to replace it, even though that Ganav shechted a shoyed of Hegdish, he has to pay me Dalad Vehei. Because he's ca causing me, through that act of Shechita, he's causing me a loss. I'm a commoner because I have to replace it. So the din of Shoyda A of Elisha Hagdash is only when there's no Chayva Chayis. But let's begin with the Gemara. Says the Gemara, first case in the Mishnah was, Al Piyay Dechad, you don't have to pay Dalad Vehei, Frek the Gemara Pshita, of course. And as Rashi points out, Bishlaima, the Mishnah is saying, Al Pi Atzmai, that you don't pay Dalad Vehei. Well, that's a Chiddush. The din is that Moi Debeknas Pater. As we'll learn soon more about that. But al pa dachad, by money matters, one witness is not enough. Amri, they answered, Hakamashmulan, this Mishnah is teaching you that al pa is only dumiyad al pa dachad, which means ma al pa dachad. What happens if one witness comes and says that the Ganav shechted it? What's going to be the din? One witness is not enough. But what happens if tomorrow another witness comes? So really, Rashi points out in Sanhedrin, there's a machloikas about it. What our Mishnah is saying is that we combine one witness with the other. We do allow the witnesses to be combined. So if one witness comes today, and another witness comes tomorrow, then Beisden will obligate him to pay Dalad Vehei. Even though they didn't come together. In other words, one coming by himself doesn't compromise his testimony. It could be used tomorrow, in the case of the Mishnah saying he admitted, Nami, his admitting doesn't forever take him off the hook. Kiyasi Edim, if Edim will come tomorrow, then he will have to pay. And that is a Chiddush. What's the Chiddush? This is to tell you that we don't hold like Rav. What does Rav hold? Rafuna says in the name of Rav, in any Knas. And we know, you're putter from the knas. What happens if after you are made the knas today, tomorrow, next year, Adam come? So Rav says, bo Adam, you putter. And as we explained, Rav understands made the knas putter means that Beisdin absolves him of the knas. Once you were absolved of the knas, if two witnesses come later, they can't put knas on him. It was already on him. He was already absolved of it. 
So our Mishnah is telling you together, which is that if you're made a you're potter, you know when you're potter, if Beisdin will not have Adam. If they only would have known this from your own testimony. But if tomorrow Adam come, so independent of your admittance or not, Beisdin now knows that you did what you did, you will be Chayiv. Gavaldig. And that's Dumid al Dechod. No, it's just like al Dechod. The testimony today won't be listened to, but, but you don't discount him. He might be used later when a person is Maida. Now you don't listen to him because Maida cannot spot her. But what he's saying might be used against him tomorrow if Adam come tomorrow. Okay, we'll stop over here. Emirates Hashem to be continued. We almost finished.